Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. Hello. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. The gun guy, Guy Relford, joining us live in studio. Second Amendment attorney and licensed firearms instructor, host of The Gun Guy Show. Guy, how are you? I'm great, man. And thanks, as always, to our sponsor, Fort Liberty Firearms in Avon. Great place to buy firearms, ammunition, and accessories. Check them out at FortLibertyFirearms.com. Okay, so last week, breaking news. In the Delphi murder investigation, uh, the judge has issued a temporary gag order, could become permanent in January. What do you think? I mean, you're a, I know you're a criminal defense attorney, you're a trial lawyer, uh, I know you specialize in 2A, but a, a gag order in this case, which means, you know, we can't talk to Superintendent Doug Carter from the Indiana State Police, we can't talk to anybody, or they can't answer any questions at all. Uh, whereas in the past, they've been very, uh, you know, they've answered questions what they could, but now they can't say anything at all. Is this a good idea? Well, I, it is, actually, and it may be frustrating to those of us who want to hear more about the case and want to hear more, in particular, from the lawyers. But you have to understand where this comes from is there's a, there's a rule of ethics, at least as to the lawyers, that is right on point, which basically says if you're a lawyer and you're participating in a case, and this is from the Indiana Rules of Professional Responsibility, you're not supposed to talk about that case outside the courtroom. Then there are exceptions to that. And and this is right in the, the rules of ethics for lawyers. And one of the, one of the exceptions is you can talk about uh, what's a matter of public record. And you can you, and there's certain other things you can talk about. What the defense attorneys relied upon here last week is they said, you know, we've analyzed this, and, and because of so many statements made by the prosecution and by law enforcement, we feel it's within our 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 our, our ethical constraints to to make the following statement. And then they came out with a long statement about, yeah. you know, here's what's bad about. Uh, uh, the the forensic report matching the the cartridge to the gun. Here's what's you know um, uh, implausible about the prosecution's case. And they went on and they made this long statement. What they're relying on is an exception in the rules of ethics that says if if the other side has come out and said so much stuff that it's prejudiced your client, that you can come out and correct that on the public record and make a public statement. That's what they're relying on. But the bottom line in when you bottom line is when you fall back and realize judges don't want cases being tried in the media they want them tried in the courtroom and it's not unusual at all for for judges to say hey lawyers stop talking about the case in the damn media talk about your case in front of me in front of a jury at the end of the day and 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 that's why this gag order to me was completely predictable uh, and expected it was the prosecution that requested it though right well, I I think that I don't know if the judge uh, did it on, on her own or or issued it in response to the prosecution yeah. re- request. But keep in mind, the prosecution talked to the media a lot. Yes, 
and and then the the defense team felt the need to come out and talk to the media as well and it was after the defense team okay. did now there's a gag order but i'm not surprised by a gag order a lot of people are frustrated by it you know i, I had people on social media say well this is a second or a, excuse me a first amendment issue about you know not allowing people to talk well judges are in control of their courtroom judges are in control of the cases before them and i completely understand that judges don't want juries forming potential jurors out there in the public forming opinions on cases based on what the lawyers are talking about in the media as opposed to what the evidence is in the courtroom and that's a big distinction and that's why i'm not surprised at all by the gag order. Yeah, i just want I, I just want a clean trial here man i just that's want right. to, I, I just want uh, and I, I wouldn't mind it entirely if the trial moved to somewhere all i'm saying is like all the i's have to be dotted all the t's have to be crossed and if if by moving the trial you get a more fair and impartial jury uh, I'm all for that I want justice for Libby and Abby you know, they're, you know they're, I, I, like and I don't want anything to screw that up and I want to make sure seems, that they've got the right guy if this uh, yes. isn't the guy then yeah, that's that's exactly. I'll dictate that you no know, see you guys nailed it and 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 look already you can see the appellate issues stacking up in this case. Yeah. I mean, if, if there's yeah. a conviction, you know, because, I mean, this guy didn't have a lawyer for a damn long time. He, in the initial right. hearing, I, a lot of defendants go through initial hearings without a lawyer, but he sat in jail for quite some time um, and without a lawyer. He had to basically beg to the public, can someone give me a lawyer? Exactly. Now, that in, in, in part, that's because initially at his initial hearing, he told the judge, I don't think I need a public defender. I think I can hire my own lawyer. My own lawyer. Then he found out it was going to be cost prohibitive to have his own lawyer. But in the meantime, he's sitting in jail with no representation. And, 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 and I think a lot of criminal court judges, and I'm not criticizing this judge at all, but I think a lot of criminal court judges would have said, no, let me tell you, in a case like this, you're going to have a lawyer. You're going to have a lawyer from day one. If you want a different lawyer at some point, that's fine. But at no point throughout these proceedings are you going to sit in jail without a lawyer having yeah. been appointed to you, because I don't want to be criticized after the fact that you sat in jail for, what, days or weeks without a lawyer. So already there there are appellate issues stacking up on that, whether um, this guy's been treated fairly or not. And I'm not expressing any opinion whatsoever on whether he's the murderer or not. Right. But I think it's fair to say, why did you go through this guy's house? What was in the search warrant? Did right. you have a search warrant? And if so, what was in it to make you ransack his house and do all this ballistics testing? There's a lot of legal stuff in play here. <laughs> there, there, There is. And I got to tell you, if and when uh, a jury reaches a verdict in this case, it's going to be just the first step because there's going to be a lot to talk about uh, on this case and and we're and we're we're early on i mean you know we have a trial date set but I, I guarantee you that trial date won't hold because these things get set off more often than not monday gun day the gun guy guy relford with us here on the hammer and nigel show so oregon is a state that's got some pretty strict gun laws right. but you sent me a story today and no pun intended it's backfiring. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And I, when I used that in, in the in the text I sent you, I was chuckling to myself going, you know, this is a classic use of that term. But, but yeah, I mean, Oregon just passed a whole bunch of laws, and one of them is what the Democrats in Congress are trying to get passed on a national level, which is that you have to have a license where the state, in this case in Oregon, uh, uh, agrees that you're someone who should even own a gun at all before you can even go buy a gun. You have to come in and, huh? and ask for permission and uh, and go through a background check 
and it's discretionary apparently, uh, which flies in the face of, of Supreme Court uh, the Supreme Court decision this year in Bruin. But at any rate, they've passed all these requirements for additional background checks and for a background check to even buy a gun, um, separate and apart from the background check you have to go through in the gun store when you go buy the gun itself. The state has to issue you a license to even be considered to be a gun owner is my point. And what, But what's happened and what's fascinating is that because of these draconian new gun control laws passed in Oregon, a whole bunch of Oregonians, as you might guess, are running to the gun store and trying to buy guns. Well, guess what? They're overwhelming the criminal background check system, um, and, 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 and the system can't process the number of background checks that that are being applied for and for that reason and there's a law in place that says if they can't process your background check in three days three business days then you get your gun even if you haven't passed your background check oh wow so there are a whole bunch of gun stores (laughs) now in oregon who are coming out saying we're not going to turn people down this is a second amendment issue if the if the authorities haven't given us the go-ahead yet after three days we're selling them the gun and so because of this draconian incredibly strict gun control passed in oregon you're now going to have potentially a whole bunch of prohibited possessors being able to buy guns because the, the authorities can't keep up with the, with, with the volume of background checks that are being requested. So right let's now. say you know you are a violent felon who's not able to get a weapon, but you see this happening at your local gun store and you know they're not able to keep up. Of course. Why would you not get in line and try? Great time to buy a gun if, if you're a violent <laughs> felon in Oregon. Wow. And and it, it's literally Ugh. backfiring, no pun intended, um, because it's accomplishing exactly the opposite of what they intended. And, and man, I, I just so hope so many of these other uh, gun control uh, you know, aficionados, proponents across the country are watching this because um, it, it is blowing up in classic style. One more thing here before we let you go. Sure. I'm going to play a piece of audio for you here in a minute. I believe it's Jonathan Vilma. He's a former player in yeah, the league. Yeah. Now he's a broadcaster. He's a scary guy. Played at the U, I yeah. believe. Big uh, bad oh, dude. Yeah. He was on the Washington and Giants game yesterday, and they were talking about the cleats of Brian yeah, Robinson. Right. All month long in the NFL, they're encouraging the players to write messages on their cleats. I know the Colts are using it to like kick the stigma or whatever it is that right, Jim Mercer health yeah, initiative. Sure. Yeah. Right. right. Well, it's okay to not be okay. Right. Brian Robinson of Washington, he was the player that was shot twice in the offseason and then had to come back and now he's playing again for Washington. So his cleats said end gun violence. No matter where you stand on the issue, I think if anybody could wear those cleats, it's probably the guy that yeah, was shot probably. twice. Sure. But take a listen to what uh, Brian Vilma, the announcer, said talking about it. And this is the part that I love about you have this platform. Now you're able to expand on it, especially for causes that mean so much. And Brian Robinson, I mean, what more can we say about gun violence and the need to end it and find stricter gun laws? There's Robinson. Calling for stricter gun laws during an NFL broadcast guy. Yeah, you know, Bob Costas tried this about 15 years ago and got slapped around pretty good. I think it was Sunday night football back then. But, you know, look, the First Amendment 
uh, proponent uh, guy in me comes out and says, hey, look, if you got an opinion on whatever issue uh, and you've got a platform, then you ought to be able to express your opinion, right? It doesn't mean I have to agree with that opinion. Right. And, and Was it and, good business sense, and, 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 He's got know, a right to say it. See, but. and that's kind of where I'm going because the NFL has offended so many people with its woke stance over the last few years. They're just recovering, as you and I were talking about off air, Jason, they're just recovering from all the kneeling and the, you know, mm. we won't be on the field during the national anthem and you know some of these these woke views that and and they're just recovering from some of that stuff um and 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 for them to want to go down that road now and alienate part of their viewing audience i'm not sure is good business to your point but in the meantime you know the uh, the fact that this guy who was shot twice has an opinion on gun violence that's fine okay you know i i'm i'd like if he had the same opinion on you know fist violence and knife violence and all the but he was (laughs) shot so i'm the i'm the last guy who's going to criticize this guy for having that message on his cleats and jonathan vilma is personally scary to me i saw him play and uh and if he's got an opinion i'm not, I'm not gonna get crosswise <laughs> with him in public uh, but i overall I, i'm not sure it's good business but other than that hey i support these guys uh first amendment rights as much as i hope they support my second amendment rights if somebody wants to continue the conversation or send you a question how do they get a hold of you relfordlaw.com is the best way to get a hold of me relfordlaw.com guy thank you and thanks Buddy. guys it's the hammer and nigel show